Welcome to a new week of Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. It is Monday, June the 28th, and it's so good to be back here with you as we begin week three of our Give Up Worry for Good. Sounds good, doesn't it? Give Up Worry for Good eight-week summer program this week. The focus will be on turning to God for help. Now, the first week, if you if you remember, the first week was all about hope. Yeah, I can give up worry. I'm really going to be able to do this. The second week was focused on the power of God. Once I decide that I can give up worry, I got to recognize there that there is someone who is so powerful that he can help me with all of my problems. And third, this week, now it's time to turn to him and begin to ask for help. Why is it that we don't ask for help? Well, we'll talk about that on today's show. I'm going to offer myself up as an example of someone who struggles to ask God for help. And, you know, sometimes I think that in addition to the reason we're going to talk about today, or maybe the reasons to be more accurate, a lot of times we just don't think of it. We're so busy dealing with whatever we are um whatever we're facing or whatever blindsides us, that sometimes we just don't even think to ask God for help. And I'll I'll share you some details, share with you some details about something that happened over the weekend with me. Um, And it was hard. It was hard to get my focus and to to ask the Lord for help. But I managed to, after, after, (laughs) after getting knocked around a little bit, I managed to do that and things appear to be working out really well with him, with him in charge. So let's let's talk about that uh, as well. Uh, so I want you to settle in. I want you to just make yourself comfortable. If you need to get a beverage or a snack, please do so, so that we can really have a good, leisurely 30 minutes together. All right, so before we, before we talk about learning to give up our problems to the Lord, let's turn to him. Let's turn to him in prayer night right now, and I would invite you to, to join me we're going to talk to our Father in Heaven. Remember, the Father in Heaven who we talked about last week as being powerful enough to handle whatever it is that we that we give to Him. Okay, so let's, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hello, Father. It's good to be with you again. I'm, I'm so grateful that I'm able to have this conversation with you on this program. You know, uh, we, we come to you, first of all, we want to give you thanks and praise Thanks for all that you have done for us, starting with creating us. You didn't have to do that. You did it. We're grateful for that. We understand that there really is no reason for you to have created us other than because you love us. You love us so much that you wanted us to share in your joy, the joy that comes of with being in a relationship with you. So in order to make that happen, you had to create us first. So thank you for doing that. Father, we praise you for all your power. We we looked, as I said last week, throughout uh, throughout the week, we looked at your power and what you have done through your, for your people through the ages. You are incredible. When we look at nature, we look at the ocean, we look at the mountains, we look at the dry land, we look at the desert, we look at the creatures that you have created. I mean, you are you are pretty amazing, Father, and we are grateful to be able in some small way to get an idea of your power and your might and your majesty. So, Father, we we turn to you today and we we lift up our problems to you, whatever they may be. We're, we're going to ask you to help us. We have uh, individually many different problems. We give them all to you. You know what we need. Please grant us the grace to be able to deal with these things, which could sometimes set us down the road to worry 
We don't want to go down that road, Father. Instead, we want to trust in you, to trust that you're going to take care of all of our needs and you're going to help us with these problems. Father, we pray for the grace to, um, to follow your will, to put your will above all things. Please increase our desire to please you, to do your will. Please look after our family, our friends, all who have asked for our prayers. Father, we pray for an increased outpouring of your Holy Spirit for this brand new day. Please open all of our hearts and minds to receive your message, and please give me the message that I'm supposed to deliver to deliver on this show. And as I always do, I ask for these things in the, the, the mighty and sacred name of Jesus Christ, who is your Son and our Lord, and who lives with and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, once again, thank you for joining me. I'm Gary Zimak. This is Following the Truth. We come to you for 30 minutes each day, Monday through Friday. And for the past two weeks, I guess we have been going through my book, Give Up Worry for Good. It's an eight-week program. We're going to go through it a little bit each day. And I don't want to thank you for journeying with me. I look at the numbers, and I see the numbers really are well are good. we got some good Good, a good amount of listeners each day to this program, and I'm grateful. I could never thank you enough for hanging out with me. Some days when I'm uh, feel a little discouraged, and look, it happens to, to all of us. Uh, happens to me quite often. I mean, sometimes the world gets uh, the world has a way of beating you down, and just being able to spend time with you here on this program, in addition to be. To be able to get to daily Mass every day uh, with my wife, to be able to spend time in, with God in prayer, put all these things together, and, and really, it does wonders for eliminating the discouragement for my life. But you play a part in this, uh, and you, you need to know this. I can sense you, even though I can't see you as I record this, I can't see you, but man, I can feel your presence. So thanks for hanging out with me. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this, and I'll tell you, I'll share you a little bit about a story, something that happened to me this weekend. You need to hear this. You need to hear these real-world problems that I'm dealing with, and I'll tell you, I have learned how much the, how much the Lord can help with these real-world problems. So I'll, I'll share it with you. I'll, I'll let you know how I may have slipped up a little bit, but ultimately, the Lord did give me the peace that I needed. Before I do that, I want to I want to share something else with you. In my daily news, uh, my daily email reflection yesterday, this was Sunday. I I mentioned that because it's summer and many parishes are have really shut down their activities and uh, still recovering from COVID. My my financial situation for my ministry is 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 pretty pretty grim right now at the moment. So I'm, I'm going to make the plea here as well. But, you know, I know the Lord's going to provide. If he wants me to do this, after being in this, this ministry thing for close to 10 years now, I, I've seen this happen before, but I need to bring it to you. I, I really do. And, and I'm praying that it touches your heart because it's a, it's a serious need. And I, I've got to figure out, um, I've got bills to pay and I've got to find out, I've got to come up with a way to pay them. This is what it comes down to. So, so the summer's tough. Um I'm in a bit of a lull right now. Again, parishes are still not really excited about opening up for events, especially in the summer. Nobody does anything in the summer for the most part. So I need your help. 
and this is what I put in the in the email reflection yesterday. I'm going to mention it to you as well before we start. If you're able to help support my ministry financially, I, I'm in a pretty desperate need for your help right now. So, if you would consider, you know, as I always tell you, don't don't put yourself in any financial risk. For me, God wants you to be able to pay your bills and 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 handle your responsibilities. But if you're able to, I would greatly appreciate it as as a listener of this show if you would consider. Um, going to my website, followingthetruth.com, and making either a one-time donation um, or becoming a monthly sponsor. I, I lost a couple of monthly sponsors over the past uh, few weeks. People, every you know, people go through things, and, and not everybody is able to contribute right now. But if you if you find my work of value, if you would like to see it continue, if you would like to support this program and the, the daily email reflection and and really all that I do um, please consider going to followingthetruth.com and donating to my ministry and, and I'm really grateful I know you're going to take this seriously and again if you can't please please don't put yourself in jeopardy but please pray for the success of my ministry that I can find the funding to keep going and um, and I know the Lord will provide if he wants me to do this so but you might be the answer either through prayer or through a financial donation following the truth.com is the place to go all right sorry to ask but i i just need to I, I the lord wants me to ask i really believe that and um you've been good to me over the years you really have and um you always seem to come through when i when i need you so if you if you feel the call to do it please don't wait for the other person to do it head on over to following the truth.com and just please if you could help me sustain my work, I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, thank you for listening to that. Let me talk a little bit about what happened this weekend. So it turns out I got a bit of a tax problem. Didn't realize this. Um, everything was filed on time, but uh, but something uh, something mistake was made. Um, my accountant did. Handle, didn't handle something that he was supposed to handle. So the bottom line is I got to get it fixed. It's not something that is not fixable, but when I first realized this problem through no fault of my own, thinking that, well, this was all taken care of, something really wasn't taken care of that should have been. Um, when I realized that and I was unable to get a, a good answer for what the heck happened, it, it made for a difficult Saturday morning for me, to say the least. And, and immediately, you know, there's that. And I'm sure you may have had a situation like this. I've, I've gotten my identity stolen in the past, which was, I had the same same sick type feeling. You get these things, you get blindsided by these problems sometimes, and you really sort of feel like you're getting pounded by the, the waves, just as the apostles did when they experienced the sudden storm on the Sea of Galilee, almost to the point where it, it just blinds you to even asking the Lord for help. And I, I was trying to pray, and uh, Saturday daily mass, I was distracted, and I, I really had a hard time getting my focus back, because you're you're feeling the problem, the problem so, so much that you, you lose sight of the, the power of God. And even if you're, you're saying, as I was, Lord, I know you're more powerful than this, I know you can you can get me through this. And Lord, please give me the grace to handle this in a firm way because I had to confront somebody about this problem um, in a firm way, but at the same time, in a Christian way, just let me 
you know, and then you got the anger factor coming in. So a lot of things were were hitting me all at once. And it was tough. It was tough. So I, I say this to you because I understand what you may be going through. You might be going through something similar right now. You're betrayed by somebody. Uh, all of a sudden, you look at your bank account and it's been depleted. You're, you're, somebody let you down or you expected to get a certain job and you got rejected. You know, these things happen. These It's a bad medical diagnosis out of nowhere. I had a friend a few weeks ago who said uh, he got some routine blood work and it turned towns. Turns out he's got something serious. He was feeling okay. You know, these things happen. And we get blindsided by these these sudden storms in our lives. And I, I think the important thing for us to remember, and I'm assuming that if you're, if you're going through give up worry for good, you have a tendency like me to worry when, when problems arise. I think the, the important thing for us to remember is that it's okay to get knocked about by the waves a little bit. It's okay. It's okay to panic. It's okay to momentarily feel the pit of your stomach jumping up and down or you're feeling, you know, just a, a, an instant feeling of hopeless. The feelings, they come and go of hopelessness. The, the feelings, they come and go. We can't control our feelings. But what we can do is control how we respond to those feelings. So if you are being hit with a major problem right now or multiple major problems. You know, we had a clothes dryer. Our clothes dryer stopped working a few days ago too. So we have that expense. And, and you know, these things, one after another, these things can pile up so that you, you're almost dealing with multiple storms. And, and it's, it's easy to lose sight of God in the midst of the storm because you're you're getting splashed in the face with 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 water you know the storms are hitting you so i would encourage you to keep going as as we're doing these these daily reflections there's a reason for this because what happens is you you eventually instinctively begin to react in a way that when you are blindsided with a problem even though you might get knocked off your feet momentarily you're going to get back up and you know what has to be done. I knew what had to be done. I knew that I had to get down on my knees and turn to the Lord in prayer. I knew it. And I did it. But I didn't feel it. And my mind kept going negative on me. You know, and part of what we're doing here in Give Up Worry for Good, it's mind control in a good way. We're controlling our thoughts with the help of the Holy Spirit. Or maybe I should say the Holy Spirit is inspiring our thoughts and directing them away from negativity and discouragement, because that's not from God. And focusing us on the truth, focusing us on the truth that even if things don't turn out the way we want them to turn out, they will turn out for the best. And that's because God is in charge. So even if things don't work out the way we expected, they're going to work out in a way that was better than we expected, even though it still might involve some suffering or pain on on our part. You know, he knows what's best. He can work this to the good. And and he does. So ultimately, I got my peace back. It, It was a little bumpy for a while there, but I kept praying. I kept asking for help. I went to daily mass on Saturday like I always do, but I was distracted. Because I had just found out this this information, and it was something that I couldn't get resolved right away. These are tough problems. 
you know, when you don't get resolution, here, here's the way my mind works as, as a, somebody who likes to be controlling. And I, I'll call myself a control freak. It's a bad term. It's, it's a nasty term, but it, it, it describes me. I want to fix it. If I got a problem, my tendency is I must fix this. This problem has to go away so that I can have peace. And that's many of us. Many of us struggle with that. And in fact, that's the message of the world. The world tells us that in order to have peace in life, you've got to live with perfect circumstances. You have to fix every problem. And that's the way you're going to have peace. Well, it's never going to happen. There's always going to be something that will disturb your peace. Instead, the peace that the Lord offers us, the supernatural peace, which is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, that peace can coexist even with problems. So even though you're having tax problems and your freezer's not working and some other issues are popping up, it is possible to experience peace, but it can only be found through the presence of the Lord. And when you think about it, Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. So no matter what is happening around you, and things change every day in life, you can have the peace that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what we're working on in these eight weeks of Give Up Worry for Good. So I hope you'll you'll stick with me, and if you're going through something, let's keep doing it. Let's keep plowing through this. Even if you don't feel it, that's okay. Feelings aren't facts. You know, sometimes things are going to look hopeless. Sometimes you think you're going to never get through this. You're going to get through whatever it is you, you're dealing with right now. God would not send it into your life if somehow he could not bring good out of it, or God should not allow it, would not allow it to happen in your life. Sometimes he sends the storms. Sometimes they come about due to the free will of other people. Sometimes it's not him causing the storms. Sometimes we cause our own storms. But nonetheless, he can always bring good out of any storm that we experience. So in, in the book, this is day one of week three of Give Up Worry for Good. I, I start with the verse. It's a really popular verse. First Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxieties on him for he cares about you. Now, the, the thing with this is, this is a really popular verse. We hear this one a lot. And this is essentially the basis of this whole week and give up worry for good. Let's turn to God. Let's let's instead of worrying about things or anxieties, you know, give them to him. Say, Lord, you worry about these. You handle them. But I don't think that particular translation give up worry um cast all your anxieties on him for he cares about you. Just that one verse and that particular translation it, it sometimes loses something. So here's here's what I want to propose and this is what I mentioned in the book. There are actually two verses that are joined together, 1 Peter 5, verses 6 and 7. And in the book, you know, there are many translations of the Bible. This was originally written in Greek, this uh, first letter of St. Peter. And many translations have come forth from this, trying to translate it into English by, by looking at the original Greek and, and trying to come up with the appropriate English translation, and, and there were many different translations. So in the book, um, I highlight one from the New King James Version, and I, and I did that because I think it adequately and, and really effectively summarized the message here. And here's what Peter says in that translation. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, comma, 
that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. The, the idea of humility is important, and the reason, the reason I think it's important for us to recognize this is when we like to be in control, that's a, a certain sense of pride. Like, I, I can handle this. I, I don't need to ask anybody for help. I'm going to fix this, or I know what's best. And sometimes it's not just that. Sometimes it's not that I don't want to ask anybody for help because I don't want to bother even God. Sometimes it's like, well, I know what my family needs better than anybody, including God. And I'm going to just do this the way I think it should be taken care of. I know how I'm supposed to act, but I need to defend the honor of my family. So I'm going to go out and let this person know who did something wrong exactly what they did wrong. And I'm going to curse and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what's necessary and, and we got to be careful about that. It doesn't mean we can't tell people the truth or fight back sometimes with, with words. Obviously, I'm not, not talking about getting into a fight. But w- what it means is that we tend, and this is a subconscious process. It's not something we don't normally think this through and think, well, uh, God no- doesn't know really how to handle this. So I'm going to handle it myself. It just sort of happens naturally. And we just jump in and handle this the problem without just pausing and saying, all right, Lord, send your Holy Spirit. Let me know the best way to handle this. That's a problem because as a controlling person, I just want to control the situation. I don't have time for that prayer stuff. I just got to fix this in order to, to get some peace, you know, and, and this, this, this Bible, this passage here from uh, the first letter of St. Peter reminds us that in order to turn our problems over to the Lord, in order to ask for his help, we need to be humble enough to admit that we can't handle things by ourselves. That is a a huge and important realization that we need to come to if we're going to find peace in life. We need to be able to understand that we can't handle everything that comes our way. And one of the uh, one of the points I make in the book is something that I heard a while ago, and, and I really liked it when I heard it. And I talked to the issue of quite often you will hear the expression, God will never give you more than you can handle. And in the book, I contend that that statement is only partially true. And I, and I follow it up by saying every day God gives us more than we can handle. He does. He just does. However, he never expected us or he never expects us to handle our problems alone. So even though every day I am given more than I can handle by myself, God's always with me. And he's waiting for me to turn to him humbly, recognizing that I can't do this, Gary can't do this, and ask him for help. And I make the point in the book also that If you're feeling too stressed out by your problems, as I was over the weekend, there's a good chance you're trying to do too much on your own. It doesn't mean we shouldn't feel stress. Yes, when when we get hit with these serious problems, there are there's a good reason to feel stressed. But but that stress should not that stress should lead us to some sort of action. In my case, I prayed about it. I talked to some people, 
I came up with the plan. I prayed about executing the plan. And today, I began to put that plan into place. And things are starting to resolve. They're not there yet. But I'm seeing a potential way forward. And I'm, I'm peaceful. You know, I'm peaceful. I'm, I'm surprisingly peaceful. Um, so I would say the same. I would urge you to do the same thing. I would offer you the same advice. If you're struggling with something right now, just make sure you're not trying to do too much on your own and make sure that you're asking the Lord to help you. He really wants to help you with your problems. He doesn't want you to struggle on your own. When Jesus said, do not worry, as he did in the Sermon on the Mount, we can look at him sometimes and say, wait a minute, you're telling me not to worry? Don't you know that I got real problems? I got this appliance that doesn't work. I don't have any money. How am I going to fix it? My taxes are messed up. What, what do I do? Jesus, come on. That's easy for you to say. And that's why when I talk about this, and, and I, I, I've given talks about this around the country, I always highlight that idea of Jesus saying, do not worry. But I always couple it with Matthew eleven twenty eight, where Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Come to me and I will give you rest. That's the secret. How do you not worry? Well, you don't worry by coming to Jesus and asking him to help you. You know, it's one thing to say to somebody, well, you just shouldn't worry. But it's so much more effective if you say, don't worry, because I can handle your problem for you. Have you ever done that with a friend? I know I've done that with people. I've done it with my wife sometimes when she's really beside herself trying to figure something out. It's like, honey, it's okay. Here, let me let me help you with that. You know, it, it, you just don't say, well, just you shouldn't worry. You try to do something to help. But I've got limited power. There's only so much I can do. But God, on the other hand, as we learned last week, he is all-powerful. So this week is all about learning to turn to him with what for what we need. And we'll do that one day at a time, okay? Hey, if you have questions, Gary, at followingthetruth.com is my email address. Also, please remember, if you're able to help me out financially, I, I really I can't stress enough how important it is right now. What you need to do is go to followingthetruth.com and you click on donate and you can donate securely through PayPal, either a one-time donation or a monthly sponsorship if you're able to do that. You know, $10 a month is a big deal to me. It comes down to 33 cents a day, but it is a big deal to me if you can sign up to become a monthly sponsor, which can be canceled at any time. Um, but however you want to do it, whatever you can send my way, I would be very grateful. All right. Thank you so much. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me and for everyone making the Give Up Worry for Good uh, summer uh, summer retreat program, whatever you want to call it. And um, God willing, I plan to be back with you here tomorrow. I hope you have a fantastic night. Remember, this week is all about turning to God for help. He can handle it. We know that. Now it's just a matter of are we willing to relinquish control to Him? Ooh, that's tough. That's why we're going to take all week working on it. God bless you. Thanks for listening. See you next time on Following the Truth.